Good morning, Nachum. Good Arab Shabbos, everybody. Tomorrow we have the privilege of reading Parshas Bolok. Parshas Bolok contains 104 psukim. It does not contain any of the Tariag mitzvos. We'll come back and ask ourselves in a few moments, so why is all this included in the Torah? So I'd like to begin, unfortunately by reminding everybody that this Sunday is Shavasa Batamas. Now, wait a second. You correct me and you're right. Tomorrow, Shabbos, is Shavasa Batamas, the 17th day of Tammuz. On the 17th day of Tammuz, we are taught that, unfortunately, the Romans broke through the walls of Yerushalayim, and started their march to the base Amigdash, already killing and conquering the city. And therefore, annually, we commemorate this day as a day of fasting. And we've, it begins the three weeks, which culminate three weeks later on the 9th of Av. We do not fast the Shabbos, so we fast instead on Sunday. But the three weeks have already begun. So even though we don't fast Saturday night, this Saturday night already is in the three weeks. So if you didn't take your haircut before Shabbos, and you say, Ah, my barber will do me a favor and come to my house Saturday night, the answer is no. The three weeks have already begun with Shabbos. Now, before we talk about the laws of the three weeks, let's just remember and please bring to the table from Treyasar, the Sefer Treyasar, bring the Navi Zachariah, open up to chapter 8, Pasuk 19. And what does the Navi say? He says in the verse before, that Vayhi Tvar Hashem Tzvokos Elaylemar. The word of God is as follows. Now remember, we are not sure about this. We are positive. That's one of the thirteen basic principles of our faith. Shakol Devrei Hanaviim Ms. That the words of the prophets are true. And therefore, what does the Navi Zacharias say in Pasuk 19? Ko amar Hashem tzvokos. This is what Hashem has said. Tzomor avi, the fast of the fourth month, which is Shavos Abatamus. Hamishi, the fast of the fifth month, which is Tisha B'Av. Shvi, the fast of the seventh month, which is Tzom Gedalia. Vitzomo Asiri, and the fast of the tenth month, which is Asar Beteves, Yehlebeis Yehuda, will be for the house of Judah, the two tribes that have survived, which is Klal Yisrael today, L'sason U'lesimcha, for happiness and for joy. Ulamoadim Tovim, these days are going to be transformed into holidays with one condition, Veo emes, truth, vashalom, and peace, ehovu, 
they love. We have to focus on the truth all the more and focus on the shalom, peace between us all the more. And now, unfortunately, during the three weeks, there is one, no weddings during this time. Two, no haircuts during this time. Three, no purchasing of either clothes or those things that we don't really need now. Why so? We don't want to recite the bracha of Shehechiyanu, Vikiyamanu, Vigiyanu, Lazmanazeh. This zman is not a happy time. And the Jew doesn't remember the past, he relives the past. And this is the time that unfortunately the Beis Migdash was destroyed three weeks from this coming, three weeks from tomorrow, three weeks, and we mourn on Tisha B'Av, three weeks from tomorrow. It's important that our mindset is one that identifies and we relive as we relive the happy occasions of the past, so too we relive this aspect of our history as well. And therefore, lechatchila, preferably, you shouldn't paint your house unless there was a leak and the wall, and it, but under normal conditions. If they've started already, you can continue. And interesting, uh, pregnant nursing women do not have to fast because it's a nidra at all. Usually, I would say, no heroics. But this time, they don't have to fast at all because the fast is pushed off from Shabbos to Sunday. If there's a bris this Sunday, the Bale bris, the moel, the sanduk, the father, from the letter of the law, can eat after chatzos, after midday. All those that go to the bris Sunday morning have to wait until after the fast to have their, quote, su'uda. Interesting question whether or not a chasan and kala, who if on a regular fast of Shavasa Batamus certainly would fast, because the individual yields to the community. Question is, because it's a nidcha. So for that I would say consult your local Orthodox Godol. Okay, let's get to the Parsha. Parsha's Balak. If you ask me, it's a love story. Most of us don't necessarily look at Pasha's Bullock as a love story. But what's going on here? The background is very clear. In last week's Pasha, at the end of Chukas, the Torah tells us that both Sichon, Melech Emori, Og, Melech Abashan, come to the desert, and after they refuse to let Israel pass through their territory, so they attack Israel, and guess what? Israel defeats them. And the peoples and the armies of Sichon and Og are stronger than that of Moab. So now Balak, the king of Moab, is very nervous, and so 
I'll support what I'm going to tell you now in two ways. First, with Rashi, on the beginning of the parsha, where in Pasuk Dalid, the Torah tells us that Vayomer Moav El Midyon, that the elders of Moav consulted and joined together with that of Midyan. So Rashi begins, wait a second. Come on, everybody knows that Midyan and Moab hated one another. Ah, but what's the answer? Because they both had a common enemy, namely what? Israel, this made peace between them. And now why are they going in a, us- in a most unusual way to attack Israel. They saw that in con- with conventional warfare, they lost Sihon. Emori lost to Israel. Og and Bashan lost to Israel. So they said, Ah, m- the leader of Israel, Moshe, grew up in Midian. So they went and they asked him, they asked the elders of Midian, what is the strength of this man? Mami does so. What's his power? Amrulahem. So Midian said to Moab, Ain bepiv. Amazing. His strength is in his mouth. And remember, Moshe had a speech defect. Incredible. You can literally see the hand of God. Amru. So they said, Ah, oh, Afonu, we too. We too will come upon them with a man, whose mouth is his strength, namely Bilam, who can curse. And you'll take a peek in the opening Kleyokar, and this is so exciting, because the Kleyokar says, read the first Pasuk. Vayar Bolak ben Sipor, good Bolak, sees, what does he see? He's called Asher saw Yisrael, he sees all which Israel did to the Amori. So maybe you're going to tell me he went and he inspected, uh, what? The lands were not um, uh, war-torn. So the Kleyoka says he did his homework. He went into the history books. Vayar and he saw what also Yisrael Amori. The Yisrael here doesn't mean the Yisrael of the end of last week's parsha, namely that we defeated Sichon uh, and Og, but the Yisrael refers to Yisrael Saba. It refers to our Zeda, the Alta Zeda, Yaakov Avinu Yisrael, how and what he did to the Amori in his day, as we find in Parshas Vayachi, that when Yaakov gives over the bracha to Menashe and Ephraim, and he gives Yosef Shechem Achad Alachecha. He gives him the city of Shechem, which Shimon and Levi captured. Ashelokachti, that Yaakov says, I took Miyado Emori from the hands of the Emori. There it is. Becharbiu Vakashti, with my sword and with my bow. And what does the Targum say on this, the famous Targum? Bitsalosi Uvvaosi, with my prayer and supplication. Ah, oh, Yaakov Avinu, his secret weapon was Koachatfila, the power of prayer. Moshe Rabbeinu, his weapon was Beper. And so 
they said, we too, meaning Moab, will get, will find somebody whose koach is bepeh. Now watch. Go to Parshas Kiseitse, where Moshe is telling over the history as to what occurred during this time. And note, says the Hassam Sofer, very sharp. All other deliverances from Israel, Israel was aware of. They knew they were hungry, they saw the mud come down. They knew they were thirsty, the Be'er of Miriam gave them water. They knew Amalek attacked them, and they were victorious. And they knew when they knew when they knew. But this, listen carefully now, this whole threat of Bilam. They didn't know. They don't know that Bilam is looking down together with Bullock and he's building all kinds of altars and he's bringing all kinds of carbonos. So what does the Torah say? Take this to the table as well. Chapter 23 in Devarim. And what does it say in Pasuk 5? Okay, that why do we keep out from marrying into Ammon and Moab? One, they were not his, hospitable to us. They didn't have a Korasatov. They're our relatives. But secondly, they hired, verse, come on, five, they hired Bilam to curse you. Now listen to verse 6. Bilam had this capacity. He had an ability to curse, but God didn't want and refuses to listen. And listen carefully. Hashem transforms the klola, the curse to bracha. Why? Because, let's go, Hashem loves you. Ah, so listen carefully. I think I'm right. The story of Balak, Bilam, is one big love story. The love story of Hashem to Klai Yisrael. And that has to be the message of the parasha. And that's why you have, as the Rambam says in Hilchos Malachim, the reference to Moshiach is found in this week's parasha, Dorach Kochav Miyako. Again, the whole idea that Hashem loves us and there's a destiny to the Jewish people. And this is what we are to remember. And now, finally, most important, Koach Beper. The strength of the Jew is in his mouth. And therefore, I strongly urge you that, well, don't even wait. Mincha this afternoon already, and then Myrif tomorrow night, and throughout the next three weeks when we're going to have the privilege of saying the Shemona Esrei. So just look in the Shemona Esrei as to how many of the brachos refer to Please God, our future redemption. Come on, Hashem, please, let's have that great shofar blown for the purpose of proclaiming our freedom. And let's lift up the banner for Jews all over the world. Just say it with more kavana. And listen carefully. We're waiting for you. The capital of Israel is waiting for you, Hashem. Return there. Hashem, we want Moshiach now. That's correct. We've been saying it before. Some group started to popularize the coming of Moshiach. We've been saying this since Anshe Knesset Agdola over 2,000 years. 
Voshevis Avodo Hashem restore Hamachazir Shrina soul Litzion. Bring your Shrina back. Finally, listen carefully. I can only tell you the beautiful story that the Beis Halevi, Rabbi Yasha Ber Salavechik, Sechrona Levracha, was very happy in a small yeshiva in Varsha, in Warsaw, giving shiurim and learning. And being the outstanding Rav that he was, a delegation from Brisk came and said to him, we want you as our Rav. And he said, thanks, but no thanks. He wanted to stay and learn. And then when they told him, Rebbe, 25,000 Jews are waiting for you in Brisk, he said to his Rebetzin, I have no choice. Give me my hat. We're going. When the Chafetz Chaim heard this, he cried. And he said, Ay, ay, ay. That for 25,000, the Rabbi Yashaber went to Brisk. If only Klal Yisrael will be waiting, as we say, in the 12th of the Anim Amin. Not, yeah, maybe, and what's it going to be for my business, and what about my house, and where am I going to live, and all my, do we really want, I believe with complete and perfect and total faith, that there will be a coming of the Mashiach. Even though he is tarrying, and we want him yesterday, we have to wait and say, He's coming, He's coming, He's coming. And then, He will. We pray as we began with the Navi Zachariah that soon, soon in our day, our children, our grandchildren, will not have to fast this coming Sunday. It's going to become a holiday. Shabbat Shalom to all.